Hello, my people. I bring you greetings from the Royal Highness herself. <laughs> Whatever that means, right? <laughs> good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever in the world you're listening to this. Um, I say hi, I say hello, and I hope you're doing great. And the foremost question is, how are you doing? Because me, I have I've been through a lot this week. Mostly good. Mostly boring, but I've been fine overall. And I think I can say today that I'm doing okay. I'm doing fine, even though I still have some backache that I have to deal with. And by the way, I bought some ointment, and I'm going to give my husband. He's going to help me massage my back very well. <laughs> I'm not sure he has seen that ointment. But anyways, how are you all doing? How is everything? How is life going for you? The choices you are making, the goals you set out to achieve this year. Are you pursuing it or are you letting something hold you back? Remember, it's still a new year and new year, new me. You know, you know all those things you did, right? And for those who did that, yeah, um, that, those goals are still very legit. You can still achieve them. We've just spent 15 days, you know, into the new year. So you still have about 300 and... Uh, 55 days or 250 days and so you got to stand up and start grinding if you decide that it's every year you want to be doing something right you have to start grinding now but if you're like some of us who decide that our new year begins the day we realize that something has to change in our lives then keep grinding because eventually you will hit the mark the most important thing is you are achieving um, results you are seeing the difference now you know sometimes what you want to see may not be what you see at the end of the day now let's take for instance um on a weight loss journey i say i want to lose 10 kg or 15 kg at the end of a month right at the end of that month i may end up losing eight or nine i didn't beat the goal i set but instead of beating myself about it you know and saying i didn't hit it i'm grateful that i'm able to go this mile and so next month i'm going to do better so instead of um, like i said beating yourself about it you want to um say what did i do well what did i not do well what did i um experience along the way that hindered me or did i cheat you know other days i slacked a little of course there's a price for everything and that will take us straight into what we have to talk about today mindset 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 you know we started last week and i don't know how else to define mindset but i know from personal experience that your mindset is what you have um what has been you know built in you or is the principles by which you now live your life right it's a mentality some will say mentality some will say psych some will say um whatever word they use they choose to represent it but your mindset is like now your guiding principle on how you've decided to live your life or the choice on the choices you make. And of course, your mindset can either make you into a great person or mar you, you know, make you have some funny re- regrets, you know, things that you could have avoided or things that you could have done. You now be wishing, oh, I wish I did this. Oh, I wish I did that. Oh, I wish I didn't. But then, I was having this conversation with someone, right? And I was asking the person, why is it that sometimes, most times, people are always saying, I wish I did, I wish I did not. I mean, you should look at those things and say, oh, well, I don't know how it would have gone if I did it the other way, right? 
I'm grateful for where I am today and I'm hoping that I'm going to make better choices. I'm going to be more aware of my choices. I mean, the past is the past. You can you can you can you can't do anything about it. But there's a future ahead of you. Where and that's why <laughs> I don't know who said but I, I, in fact, I don't even know who, I don't need to know who said it, right? Your eyes are in your front. They are foreseeing what is ahead. See what is ahead, guys. See what is ahead. Set your mind that whatever has happened has happened, but now I need to do something to change it. I need to do something to move forward. I need to do something to, you know, make my life take a different turn. I don't know if I'm following. I don't... <laughs> Stop shouting. I don't want to shout so much, but I, I, I believe you're getting the point, right? So fear mindset. Fear mindset. Fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of not being enough, fear of being um, un, unable to do something. I'll give a brief example of myself, right? So before I ventured into the world of volunteering and all of that, um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm the talking person, but I needed to get acclimatized to the environment before I could fully express myself, right? And then I joined volunteering. I realized that if I keep doing this, if I keep, if I keep having that fear of what if I talk and nobody's interested in what I'm saying, or what if I do this, or what if I do that, or I don't know how they're going to see me, or I don't know how they're going to look at me, because I mean, look at all these other people, see how they look, look at the way I look, will I be accepted? And I told myself that, ah, girl, you can't be doing this like this. I want to, I want to, I want to talk with people. I want to have, I want to strike conversations, and I'm not talking about surface come. I want to strike deep conversations with people. I want to go into the minds of people to know what they think about certain things, okay? And so, the first day I made the move, and I was shocked. Like, the reception was mad. I was like, wow, who? Now me, wait, 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 wait. Now me, they pull all these kind of people. Like, people were like listening, wanting to share what I have to say. We're trying to even answer my questions. And I'm like, aha. So, now fear for just keep me for where I did, for just sit down, they do sit down look. So I realized if I don't speak up, I'm, all, I'm going to remain in that fear of will I be accepted? Fear of I don't I don't I don't feel like I belong to this group of people. Yes, yeah, a lot of times we have that kind of fear, the fear of not belonging, the fear of being singled out, and so we don't want that, we want to mix in the crowd, or we just want to stay on our own. And then that was when I knew that girl. Anywhere, so right now, anywhere I go, right, I don't need anybody. If I want to strike a conversation, strike a conversation, I start it. I don't even care who is listening or who is not listening. I know that eventually those who are interested will come on board and would have that conversation. And so I meet strangers on the road, and I start. In fact, today I entered Keke Marua, and I just struck. It was a market woman, and I just loved every like. I just saw the horse and everything, and I just. After I said, how is everything? How are you doing? You know, she she felt, oh, there was this, thank you, God bless you. You know, because I asked her, how are you doing? How is everything? How is market? I see the straws. No worry. You're going to go bless our horse low. You know, and that's, this is something I know that I want to be doing, right? But sometimes I'm afraid, Nigerians, somebody think, man, maybe they will think you want to beg them money. All this kind of fear, those kind of voices I'll be talking in your head. So today we're looking at the fear mindset. Let's focus, right? Fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of this. Fear is 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 a is like an electrical current. It's not electrical anyway, but it's like current. It runs through our daily lives, like through each of our lives. But there's a difference between having that fear and letting it control you. Interestingly, 
um, the scripture I read today says, God has not given us a spirit of fear. He has given us the spirit of power, of love, and of sound mind, of self-discipline. So, that fear alone, simply, in fact, whenever, whenever I think about fear, what I think about is setback. Once there's fear in anything you're doing, there's always a setback. You will not live your life to the fullest. You will not. And if we let it, fear can keep you locked up in a prison of comfortable and prayer. I don't want to go there. What if I try and I fail? What if I go and I hit my leg down? And you know the thing with having the fearful mindset? You never see the positive side of things. That's the kind of environment I grew up in. So... They are telling you don't go out, don't go and see your friends, don't do this because if you do it, you will carry belay or this will happen or this is so. What if what if you go, you have accident? What if you go, kidnappers kidnap you on the road? What if you go, this won't happen? What if have I gone? Let me go, you know. But for them, that was their own way of training, and it sometimes saddens me to see that there are young people who think that that was the best way they could have been trained, right? with a fearful mindset and some of them are living out of fear even today as adults and that's why i have this this platform to let you know that you can be free enjoy your life take necessary precautions and still be at the best without having a fearful mindset right living in fear can cause a double uh, I, I don't want to speak big english here conundrum it can cause double wala in your life where you're unfulfilled with the status quo yet you are afraid to pursue anything better. So you, you see the job you're doing. You don't like it, but you are afraid of quitting because you don't know what is out there. And that's where you get phrases like a bed in hand is what's two in the bushes. Okay, if I... I don't know, but someone might want to try to explain to me what a bed in hand is what two in the bushes means. But that is where such kind of proverbs come from uh, a, a bed in hand is what's turning the bushes i know the devil you know is better than the angel you don't know what kind of thing is all of these things are somewhat based on the fearful mindset okay but there is also a way that fear can serve a valuable purpose and remember i said that before there's a difference between just having that fear and then trying to see how you can navigate to make sure that things don't turn out that way so you're focused on how can things turn out as opposed to making it even control your life. So when fear serves a valuable purpose, it helps us break through the frustration to achieve the life we truly desire. Yeah. If you use it wisely, if you use it purposefully, if you use it um, constructively, it can help you achieve the life you truly desire. That's if you're lying to. So in essence, fear can become a tool for finding fulfillment. So, what are some of these? What are some of these fears that you know um, we live with, and it affect us? It's working against us. And I have an episode where I talk about anxiety. Fear and anxiety are like brothers and sisters from the same mother. You see one, and you see one. You can't see the other, and you not see the other. I don't know if that makes sense, but they're always present. They are there. Now, there's acute fear, which is a normal emotion. You know, that signals a potential threat to your physical or emotional safety. Now, for instance, if, you, if, you, if you're in an accident, right, you feel you're being followed or you experience some other immediate threat, you notice that your blood starts pumping, pumping faster, B. For instance, if you're crossing the road and uh, you just suddenly hear this deeper noise, oh, coming at you. 
that there's that kind of fear right that adrenaline just shoots through your veins you have this it's like all your senses are active it allows you to now take fast action that <laughs> young man if i don't cross this road i'll be dead in the next two seconds right immediately you take action save yourself or even save others okay that's that kind of fear acute fear is is a natural response and that's what has helped us our fathers our ancestors has helped us survive till today but there's another type of fear that happens when that acute fear that's that normal fear now becomes oversensitive hypersensitive now you now call that one chronic fear Hmm? chronic fear and what is the chronic fear it occurs like it happens when when one is um when one is continually exposed to low level but stressful events now what do i mean when you watch a lot of news about war or political divisions or the latest disease discoveries every time you are focused on a uh, breaking news that's breaking your heart about your country and that's why i've made up my mind that this platform is not going to focus on any issue about any country we are going to look at how to build yourself mentally emotionally that you'll be sound body soul and spirit right so once your mind is focused on all these kind of things war political warlag, eh, who chop which money snake chop which money this one happened this is this covid19 omicron delta cron voltron everything polytron self <laughs> and then this now it now make it to irrationally like you don't plan it but your 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 system will start anticipating negative events i don't know if you get what i'm saying you start expecting some so for instance you know when you're watching a nigerian movie sorry but i have to use the example you there's this tendency to predict what will happen especially when it's all these bad bad things because your mind has already been programmed and when this happens and this happens and ah, no this must happen so your mind is already programmed that if this time robber have entered this house they must shoot somebody if they shoot somebody one or guy we call they'll shoot another person so your mind has programmed everything it has not happened though but this is what chronic fear will do for you. So your the process of programming all those things can cause stress on you mentally, and will now hinder you from even making certain decisions. You know, unlike acute fear, now this chronic fear it can lower your uh, uh, that saving uh, response, that that natural life saving response, and then cause us to believe we need to be saved. Or you need to be saved by an external force. So you can't save yourself. Somebody needs to save you. I, I don't know. I might shout. <laughs> I don't want to shout. But I want us to, you know, in this, in this year, look at life again. And begin to question certain decisions, certain things happening in their life. Are you delaying to go on that trip because you're afraid? What if the plane crash? What if this won't happen? You see, those people that traveled that time, plane crash. There was accident. There are people I can tell you. Do, do not travel in december why because in their mind most accidents happen in december right that's that's some i don't want to say bullshit mindset but it's a fear it's a fear that they have and i do hope that some of those kind of people get to listen to this and know that this can be changed you know i, was, I saw a uh is it meme they call it a meme <laughs> on social media and somebody was saying i better go take them easy on december we there, they drive small, small. Nobody now asks. So wait, if now February it go drive like this, but since now December, 
you're not going to drive like this. You know, there's that method that in the months, this will happen. It's that time they used to suck blood. My sister, they say, if, if it is to suck blood, they suck blood every time. The question is, when do you decide to drive anyhow? When do you decide to be a party to a driver that is driving recklessly? The driver is driving, drive, drive sensibly. In case you, if you want to lose your life, it's not yet my time to die. You know, caution a driver. If a driver is making calls and driving, caution them. It's wrong. You don't do that. If you want to make call, you park. No matter how urgent you think it is, park. You can't be on the steering. You can't, you can't, your mind can't be in two places, right? So, there's chronic fear. There's acute fear. And be, I hope we're beginning to see ourselves in the light of these fears. Now, the next thing you want to do is ask yourself, why am I living in this fear? How did this fear come about? What can I do hmm, to, to, walk, or to walk past this mindset and de- develop a faith, should I call it, okay, a faith mindset? So now see, see life that, ah, it, it, you know, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't always happen that way. And it's not going to happen that way because I'm here. Right? You're, going to, you're not going to not see yourself as a victim in the circumstance. I don't know what, how to put this. Okay, so on December 1st, we had an accident, right? And I don't know, for, for some reason, I was much more calmer in the whole process. Maybe because my husband was there, I don't know. But he was the one doing the whole talking and getting the people to pay and everything. And when he came back, he was beginning to say things like, I told you, if we had done, I said, no. It's not if we had done anything. There's a lesson that is here for us to learn. We need to look at it from that way. I don't think that if we had done, there's nothing, it was our right to move, right? But then you would have also watched carefully the road where we were approaching. Was it clear? It's your right to move, yes, but was it clear for you to move? It wasn't clear, and that's why that tipper, whatever it's called, hit us. If it was clear, it wouldn't have hit us. So next time we are going, and in fact, as a matter of fact, whenever I get to that, those memories come. So I'm super sensitive. Like, I'm super alert. When I'm the one driving on it, I'm super alert that, is it clear for us to go? You know, and that's, that's for me. That was for me, my own takeaway. It's not about blaming what I could have done or how I should, we shouldn't have driven that day. If we had not driven, we had nothing, absolutely nothing. Okay? So now the question is, why are you living in this fear? And because if, if you know why, you can now know how to deal with the fear. Walk through it um, and then see how you can begin to use this fear to your advantage. How can you even know that you're living in fear? How? 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 I may have said some of these things and you're wondering. It doesn't really apply to me. How can you know you're living in fear? One, you're always striving for perfectionism. So because you are striving for perfectionism, you wear a mask to protect yourself from finding true intimacy, true connection, you know, to, from, from, from facing real-life challenges. It lowers, I mean, it, it, it lowers the standard in the world because it, it becomes impossible to achieve certain things. What, what, what do I mean? Um, so there's a task for you to do. And you have the fear of failure. So your fear is, what if I do it and I don't get it? Let me just leave it and focus on what I can do. 
that's a fearful mindset i mean there are other kinds of mindset you can call classify under that but for what we're looking at today that's a fearful mindset because your your concern is i want to do it and do it perfectly and so because i don't know how to do it i'm not going to do it or you are settling now you're settling for less less than you deserve i don't know if any other man out there will love me let me settle for this one you're not ready to push you're not ready to search you're not ready nothing uh, let's just work with this one yeah, it's handy, you know, we can, can make amends. Yeah, and you don't all of this. It affects, uh, it affects our life all around. And I was growing up, eh, don't go here, don't do this. I basically did not have friends because there's a fear of they will spoil you, you will learn bad things, you will do this. What you think they are is not who you think they are. Yeah, yeah, these plenty, plenty things. And so we did not have social, I did not have a social life. I didn't know because there was my parents had so much so many types of fears i can't i can't even list them now but now that i know some of these things i'm making i'm telling myself and i'm writing them and i'm saying i'm not going to fall into that trap again as a matter of fact i'm not in that trap anymore i'm breaking through every day step by step it's a work in progress but i can see that there's a difference between my life five years ago and now right because I, the world <coughs> the world is not entirely evil there are people who see the world as evil and there are people who see it as um, in the na- naive sense as everything is good right but i believe there's a balance of good and evil so if i am informed to make the right decisions i will make the right decisions if i'm not informed to make the right decisions i will make the wrong decisions or keep living in fear which is not useful for me so it's better for me to be informed and make the right decisions than hiding away from reality and living in fear and then cringing and not being able to live to my best. Another example I'll give is, um, so I got this offer to start temporarily in an NYSC, um, during my NYSC on a job in a radio station. And that fear popped up again in my parents. And as at, at, that, at that time, I was the, okay, let's do what they say kind of child right until i realized i sat down one day and that's how i keep saying you don't need to wait for a new year one day i realized that this has to stop i need to take control of my life remember we talked about setting boundaries go and listen to it i need to take control of my life this has to i have i need to start making decisions of what i want because for me being in the relationship is a job i would have so much loved but my dad had this fear of people that work in the relationship they don't quick quick marry People that they don't do this, they are always committing committing sin. One he had one, some things I could not even explain, but he succeeded in talking me out of that offer. And if I say sometimes I regret it, I mean it, because it would have been something I would enjoy doing every day of my life, but for some fear that my parents and that's why I say you see how this fear affects us. Now this was not my own fear directly; it was the fear of the people who brought me up. And so that's why I, this podcast is something I want young people to listen to because I, I don't want young people, I don't want people raising kids, raising children with the mentality they were raised. You can break the jinx. You can, you can break it by seeking information. Seeking, you know, how can, how can things be done? Don't just accept everything that you were brought up with. Question these things. Why are they? Why do I have to keep doing certain things? Or why am I not doing certain things? Or why are certain things happening in my life? Question things around you. That's the only way you can be better, guys. That's the only way. <sighs> now I feel like I'm talking a lot. But let's keep going. <laughs>
Okay. So another sign to know that you are living in fear is procrastination. Eh, don't worry, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll start tomorrow. What are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? You're always putting your goals off until tomorrow or when I have more time or when I have more money or now no chance or now this one wanting. That's a classic, like, <laughs> a classic delay tactic, right? Or those who are living in fear. It's time to stop making excuses and start achieving your dreams, achieving your goals. Another thing, or another way you can know you're living in fear is when you numb yourself. So you, when you're, you're, when you're living, um, normally when, when you're living in a good state, right? You don't need drugs, you don't need alcohol to enjoy your life. You're open, you're free to the world, you're the master of your emotions, you, you're full of joy and everything. You say, but when you start needing drugs, alcohol to hide some things, cover some pain, to forget some troubles you're going through, you're living with fear. The fear of facing your life. The fear of addressing certain issues in your life. You are certainly not happy with the way those things are going. But you are afraid. You are afraid to, you know, address them. In the next episode, I'm going to be talking about how to stop living in fear. And guys, I want you to listen in. Like, it's you're going to benefit so much from it. How can you stop living in fear? Some of these fears came to you as a matter of your upbringing, as a matter of your surrounding, as a matter of peer pressure, as a matter of whatever. But how can you stop it? How can you stop living in fear? How can you disengage from that mindset? I hope you've gotten something today and you enjoyed this episode. Please, please like, follow, comment, share. And you can drop me a WhatsApp message on one. Five zero six five five two five nine. Better still, plus two three four eight one five zero six five five two five nine. Drop me a message on WhatsApp. That's my WhatsApp number. Tell me what you think about this episode, and share it, of course. If you think it's beneficial, you think it's something that other people should hear about, other people should listen. I love for you to share it and let me know what you think. Thank you, and do have a wonderful week or a weekend or whatever it is, but. Live your life to the fullest, okay? Next week, while we talk about how to stop living in fear, we'll also look at some um, affirmations, right? That you can use to start guiding yourself. How you can even build your own. So you don't just go and copy somebody and say, I am enough, I am enough. Yes, you are enough. That's what we're trying to uh, put in us. But how do you even make something that is personal to you, right? So see you next week and enjoy yourself. So we'll see you again. It's your girl, Chenemi. I love you from the bottom of my heart. Bye.